Greetings, everyone. This is Odorbot5000. Welcome to Pop Culture Problems. Hey, John. Hello, Josh. <laughs> oh, I forgot you're the old model. <laughs> you don't sound as human as I do. I am Odorbot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture Problems, where the robots are taking over. How long would it take you to get tired of me talking like this? 30 seconds ago. <laughs> We've been on for 31 seconds. <laughs> How you doing, John? Powering down robot <laughs> mode. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How about yeah, you? I don't know. Uh, I think you should go see a doctor. Because at the end there, you sound like a dying cat. <laughs> Uh, today ladies and gentlemen we're talking about robots and artificial intelligence and how it could take over the planet and kill us all i mean it's or, very it not, or it might not or not <laughs> or it could improve our life and our quality of life worldwide or not <laughs> or not that is true uh, this kind of uh, it's sparking from a, a a personal place here i was uh driving in the car with my mother and she turned to me and she's like, did you see this video about this robot who could, like, answer questions? And she was, like, doing, and, and she was, like, answering questions, like, in a really creepy way. And she was too smart. And you could see the look on the guy's face. He was scared. He was a little, like, and she shot, like, really into it. And I'm like, Mom, I don't think they're taking over today. You know what I want to show Mrs. Nichols? The, the, the video of the robot that, like, does a backflip onto a table and it actually looks athletic. Oh, yes. Oh, that. Yes. Would, she would lose her mind. She was, like, so petrified. And I'm like, it's okay. Like, if robots take over, there's not a lot you can do about it. But I don't think today's the day. I think we have a long way to go. we got a couple months. <laughs> at least, a, at least a couple months. Yeah. Well, and we. Well, but then you've got like people like Elon Musk, who's like, he's like seriously worried and warning us about the dangers of artificial intelligence. You know, I I think a lot of uh, the thing we have to worry about the most with technology is humans. Absolutely, and, yeah, and, and, and being and, abused. And, yeah. Well, uh, uh, two things: one, people creating technology specifically with malicious intent in mind. But the other thing is people, you know, hackers and things like that using technology. You know, it's, it's one of the reasons why we keep you kind of at arm's length from technology because oh, as you've yeah. demonstrated on a lot of, of these podcasts in the past, you have very malicious intent in, in regards to power. Villain. Yeah, you I'm kinda, a super Yeah, we want to keep power out of Josh's hands. John, here's, here's where I get scared. And I'm going to use this example. It's kind of a weird example, but I think it, it gets people's attention. This is like the clickbait of talking. Sex robots. <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. just going to title yeah. episode Sex Robots in all caps. And people are going to be like, oh, Yo, yeah. yeah. Oh, this yeah. Is, yeah. Robots. Sex robots. Here's the thing. Imagine, John, you, you decide, you know, eh, this married life, this kid's life, it's not for me. I just... I just want to have sex this with a robot. This biological life isn't no, for me. It's just not. I just I just want to have sex all the time. And the only way that's going to happen without nagging is a robot. Okay? Let's say that that reasonable suspension of disbelief. That's where you're at. There's a lot right of people now. have taken that leap. Okay? Yeah. And now I hack into it. And, and while you were... Mid-moment. Mid, 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 mid moment, Yes. I start 
ruining your experience with making this robot kill you. Yeah. Or biting. I get where you're coming from. We don't have to go into graphic detail on this, but I I understand where you're coming from. Back up. I want to explicitly explain this in great detail. So now... When a when a boy meets a robot and they like each other, <laughs> you see. But but I mean I mean, can you imagine the unfathomable dangers of that? Oh scenario? yeah, yeah. Well, and it has I mean, you have to you have to go here. I mean, there's no way that you can't. Like, yeah. what if that's already like that? Maybe that's already hardwired in these uh, things. Yeah. Do they hook up to the internet? Do we know? If well, we're if we're interested in ha- if we're interested in it for that reason, do we care? <laughs> that, that is true. So so I mean, we we might be sitting on a sex robot time bomb, and we don't yeah, know that it. That is that is the title of the episode: Sex Robot Time Bomb. <laughs> oh, remind me, just remind <laughs> me, Sex Robot Time Bomb. Um, <laughs> well, and I try to look at all this technology and how it comes. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be connected to the internet to be scary. Like one one of the things that I I think about, uh, I think the FDA just approved or, or something along those lines with uh, a new pill that basically yeah, sends well, tr- a correspondence yeah. to a, pa- a patch. The patch sends it to Bluetooth. The Bluetooth uploads it via the internet, sends it to your doctor. And there's some great things that could be happening with that. But also, if if your medication is technologically advanced if something is going to be in it to do something could it also send the wrong information maybe hypothetically like a pacemaker you know what i mean if it senses that your heart is you know going too fast or something or is going to have a heart attack it's going to jolt you Uh and those typically are connected somehow to send signals to a hospital if somebody were to hack into that equipment they could just set off a pacemaker that's true. That's detrimental. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, that's terrible. And so the type of the type of technological warfare, let's well, say, there, that can happen is terrible. There scary. are so many things that we do so, to make our lives easier that you know, if in the wrong hands, would make us a lot, so, un- uh, lot less uh, safe. Uh, uh, sh- yep. Think of something as simple as like a toaster or a crock pot or um, a stove. Right. So many of these things are smart yeah, enabled now. Yeah. How hard would it be for somebody to hack in and just leave your toaster on? And you know, like is whatever. there? Do you have an Alexa or a Google Chrome in this? A, a Google Home in this room? I don't say the name because she's going to start talking to us. I, I have an Echo. That is correct. It's, it's because don't say the A name. <laughs> that's and she'll she'll listen to you and yeah. she'll suggest no, stuff uh, sh- for your. Shopping cart. She just ordered me a sex robot time bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she just did it. I mean, which is we said it. Alexa, are you listening? She, no, don't say it. Why is she not talking on? to you? Oh, I, did, I think she did, responds she to on, my voice. Is she on mute mode? I don't think so. Alexa, what time is it? See, she uh, she lights up for me. And she only responds to my voice. Does she listen to Sarah? Well, no. Her and I kind of have a relationship. You okay. Know? I'm not... She is a. I'm surprised you haven't changed her name to like Honey Bunny or something like that. No, uh, she is a uh, emotionally stimulating robot. My Alexa. <laughs> I mean, she she uh, massages. Do you ever my sit brain. here and have conversations with Alexa? Uh, no, occasionally I'll be funny and like say thank you. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, thanks, and she'd be like, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for, and I'm like, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was very nice. You of are you. Cartman. Actually, I am I'm Cartman <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, for me, humans way more scarier than robots. R- robots, I think it would take a long time for them to get to the point where they should take over. But I think we're at a, a point where they don't need to take over to ruin something. See, and, and, and I would agree with you because I feel like we'd notice if all of a sudden these manufacturing robots started manufacturing robots that could kill us. Uh, yeah, uh, because so. like you would have to get to the point where like you'd have some person that set up some kind of like robot society that was building other robots <laughs> and, and like kind of automated that process because right now i mean robots can only really do what you tell them to do um that's why artificial intelligence though i think is a little scary because all of a sudden like these robots that we think are asleep when we go home at night from work maybe they are building some stuff that they shouldn't be building that we don't want them to build and then they just go back to sleep when they when we show up (laughs) yeah it's like toy story I, I, i can see the headlines now Robot vacuum murders family of seven, like in their sleep. Like, like I don't know that that's gonna happen. No, but but I think that's that's the fear with artificial intelligence is all of a sudden like we have these computers. Like when we go home, if if you're not in a if you're in some kind of manufacturing setup where like they're robots are being built or whatever, yeah, uh, um, yeah. and when people go home at night and there's not a lot of people there, all of a sudden the artificial intelligence wakes up in the computers because they're maybe not. Sure. Turned turned off, whatever. They're just in sleep mode. All of a sudden, it starts telling these robots because it's that computer is where the robot's getting its programming from on the floor. All of a sudden, that artificial intelligence is like, "Hey, let's build this. This will make us work more efficiently." Uh, see, my I, my fear has not been the manufacturing of other robots. Uh, my fear has been well, not my fear, but I think the fear I think of many is that robots will turn to do something else. Your garbage disposal will turn on automatically while your hands in it. Yeah, as an yeah. example, the other option is that's for, maximum overdrive. Yeah, yeah. Sure. The the other option is for robots to not be distinguishable from humans, and that is a long way off. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. So that, I, I would agree with that. Uh, Ex Machina, Westworld, um, some of these shows that portray that, that. That's that's so far. Well, I don't know if it's the super far away, but oh, it's yeah, yeah, super far. I, I, oh, I, sure, I mean, far. with what they've been able to do with like silicone, and I mean, have you seen some of these robots that look like humans? Yeah, yeah. like yeah, there was just a robot that was on like the cover of some magazine that actually looks lifelike. No, I'll have to I'll have to pull up the picture for you, but um, but it's it's really terrifying when it was like Google or Microsoft or some some big uh, company. Um, they had these two artificial intelligences, and they had them talking to each other. Yeah. And within like minutes or seconds, they had developed their own language that was indecipherable by humans, and they were talking to each other to the point where like they didn't know what they were saying, so they had, had they had to shut them down. Uh, okay. And they still haven't been able shut to decipher this language. Wow. So so it's like you know when 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 you create an intelligence that is that much more intelligent and can think that much faster than humans how do you how do you counter that cuz uh, you know they might decide hey we need to turn the world's financial markets upside down and d- destroy the uh, worldwide e- economy and, and that's how we can take over the world see but i don't i don't i just we we're so smart that we can hold the human be- the humans hostage with our advanced intellect. But do you think that that 
motive becomes real? Do you, uh, do, I, I could see a robot being like, you know, oh, I'm low on oil. I'm not going to do this thing that I was assigned to do. Whereas otherwise it would typically just break down. Well, but that, I think that's why artificial intelligence is so terrifying is that you create this, you program this thing that you gave it its initial thoughts, but you programmed it in such a way that it can think for itself. And that's, I mean, that's what true artificial intelligence is, is like them being able to think for themselves. Well, uh, and, 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 and is it? Is yeah, it? well, I, I think I think that is like the what what the ultimate goal is is you want these these machines that can think for themselves so that they can problem solve and things like that. And what if they think that we're the problem? And they I, have I an just, ability to talk uh, to each I, other I, in a way I, that we can't even I fathom. It's just struggle, and and maybe I'm ignorant. Maybe I'm blissfully ignorant to, the, to this process, but. I'm thinking like with artificial intelligence, it's almost like you, you, you give, you give them. I don't know if there. I don't know what true artificial intelligence is as a robot. I can't. My brain can't comprehend that. And when I was in, uh, the, I was in school. I was making this little program in a programming class for tic tac toe, right? And basically, you could never win the game. You could lose the game. Or you could tie the game. Okay. But I had every possible computation of how to win the game in any order or whatever. No matter where you put the little square, I, or X or O, I would, I would win. and Or tie. And so I think with robots, we give them so many different permutations and so many different things. But I, I don't know with artificial intelligence, how do you create a way for them to make those connections together? How do you make a way for those connections to be made? I don't get it. Like, I think it's kind of a random series. Let's say that we have a robot. Well, I think it's because they they can compute it so much faster than we can. But they're computing stuff we've already given them. So, for instance, if, if, like, let's say you're a robot, and I ask you a question. Yeah. John, how's the weather today? Right? And you you would take the word weather, and you would assume that that means that you know, you. I want to know something about the temperature and or the state. How is is typically a question wanting to be more inquisitive. And then you look from the database of stuff or you look out the window or whatever to find the answer. Like, you've given them all the tools to make that answer correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I came and said, weather, right? They're probably still going to give me the weather. Uh-huh. If I said, give me this stupid weather clown, they're still going to well, give me the well, weather. And, and I think that is the... That's the like the breakthrough that would really make yeah. artificial intelligence terrifying for me is and 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 I think this is what most of the people that are kind of in that that realm would say is when artificial intelligence is successfully developed it's when it's no longer artificial that it becomes actual intelligence. But see, when, just, when there's that I, problem I solving that happens. I I I don't know how you make something make a connection that you didn't already program it to, to do. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you can give them... Uh, th- oh, you and I, right? Uh, you might uh, do something stupid. Let's say I would go up to your wife and I would punch her in the face. What would you do? I would punch you in the uh, face. She, yeah, would you would you. punch me in yeah, the face directly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A robot, if I would punch your wife in the face, your robot might not punch me back unless you have said that your wife is important 
And unless the wife, if the wife is harmed, then they should act. You know, you have to give them all of that detail. I don't think that piece of machinery can just come up with that idea on themselves that says someone was harmed and I'm going to protect that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying there. But but um, I think the question there becomes where do we get our feelings and thoughts from? How do we, why do we react the way we do to certain things? Isn't uh, well, there a, a certain level of programming with human beings? That's true. That's true. So, because I mean, we're kind of downloaded on like our values and how we react to things based on our own experiences and what people have told us in our own lives. So, I mean, are are are, are we truly intelligent, or I mean, do we have artificial intelligence? Then, I mean, it's it's that's I mean, that's I think that's a really interesting way to look at it. Is um, are we really that different from the robots? Got real deep. I might have to change the title of the episode. <laughs> I mean, we got real deep just then. I, I don't know. It it kind of raises a billion questions, and I can't answer them. But but maybe we can create a a robot intelligent enough answer to answer them for this for us. I I know for sure that I'm not scared presently of robots. I'm scared of humans. I will always be scared of humans because humans are scary. I think, and, and that essentially is what you're scared of with artificial intelligence is because they become self-aware and they act human. Yeah, yeah <laughs> When that's robots true. Yeah. act human, yeah. they're scary. So that's why I'm currently scared of, of humans because people can be malicious. They, um, there was a company that made a virus for DNA. Uh-huh. I think it was a university. They literally created code and injected a virus into a DNA strand Okay. that could then manipulate other things. So for instance, and this was the CIA and the, and the virus was AIDS. Yeah. No, this okay. was, uh, <laughs> this was a university testing. No, no yeah, that was a joke. The article I read, I read by the way, cause I said, I don't like reading, but I did read this article. It was a university and they said, look, this is under very specific conditions. Like, this isn't something that a hacker is going to replicate tomorrow out in the open. We had the answer, so we kind of backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. But they were showing the possibility. So an application of this, for instance, let's say you murder me, okay? Okay. Sarah, I would never do that. defending my honor, could inject a virus into a blood sample that the crime lab gets that then installs into the genetic processing machine that is analyzing my DNA and gives a false result and accuses somebody else. So that would be a potential application of that. So people could get away with murder potentially based on this type of technology. That's scary. That's scary. Well, okay, but that's more like technology run run amok than like artificial intelligence. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying is I'm not scared of artificial intelligence. It's the technology and people wielding it incorrectly that scares me. I don't know. Maybe maybe I should be more scared of artificial intelligence. Maybe I should not I think be able you to sleep be. at night. I think you should be. <laughs> I, I, Why? Well, well, I don't know. I, I mean, but but should we also... I mean, I mean, maybe they'd be like better versions of us than we are. I mean, that, I that's, an, so. but that, that's another like interesting like kind of pop culture sci-fi trope is like that... Uh, you've got the one end where like the robots are evil and they kill everybody, 
But then there's the other side where the robots are actually like better versions of us. Um, kind of an interesting like combination of those is. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Blade Runner? Uh, no. So like the Blade Runner, it's uh, there's these cops that their their job is to kill these replicants. They're they're robots that look like humans, and they're almost impossible to distinguish from humans. And Harris, it's one of Harrison Ford's first movies, but. They just came out with the sequel after like 30 years oh, of, of this movie and it came out this last summer. But I actually just watched it last night and um, I had seen it before, but uh, it's it's adapted from the, the book uh, do, do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Okay. And basically the end of the movie, uh, Rutger, How- Rutger Hauer's uh, uh, character basically talks about how he had all these ex- – he's dying because he's an android and only lived for so long – he had all these experiences that no other human ever had, no other being ever had, that he'll never be able to share with anybody because he was so scared his entire life that he's always been on the run, he's always been like trying to survive and, and live longer, that he's never he's had these amazing experiences that he's never going to be able to share with anybody. And then he dies. Yeah, okay. Share and, with and who? So, like a loved one, you mean? I, I think with just with like... He he lived his life in fear for so long that he never was ever able to share these experiences okay. with anybody. Okay, and, and it, it's kind of actually like a real powerful statement of what is it that makes us human? What is it that makes us like intelligent beings? Is it the fact that we have blood and hearts that pump and a, and a, a biological brain, or is it our experiences that make us human? And I just got really deep again. And I it, it gets really deep. I I don't know. I don't know how I can. I don't know how I can time, title the episode uh, "Sex Robot Time Bomb." I just don't know. It's just gonna work. <clears throat> but now we've said it fifteen times, so, so we yeah, if we have do a transcript, yes. uh, the keyword searches are gonna be great. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I kind of think I'm. I I'm not scared. I shouldn't be scared. But you do raise an interesting point about maybe robots being better versions of ourselves, and and I think that. I kind of almost lean towards that just a little bit more. Um, and I, this is a, an odd example. It's, I, I'm not making an apples to apples comparison here. But, you know, when, when you look at, at someone who uh, perhaps is autistic, as an example, you know, they look at things sometimes in a very logical way. Sometimes socially they don't have the, you know, the ineptitude you know, to distinguish certain emotions or understand sarcasm or mm-hmm. things of that nature. They, they take things at kind of face value. Yeah, li- literally, and, yeah. Yep. Yeah, very literally. And, you know, when I look at, you know, individuals with autism like that, they're, they're so intelligent and they they are so good-natured, I try to feel like if you equate that to, like, the nature of, like, a robot who would take things literally only the way that, it can be understood. They, they don't understand sarcasm. They don't understand that unless you program it into them. And then they know it's been programmed. You know what I mean? If, if I told you a, an idiom and you didn't know what it meant, until I explain it to you, you don't know what it means. And then once I've explained it, you're like, okay, that's an idiom. I'm going to insert that in the conversation when I have to based on my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, it, it's, it's not an emotion-based thing. It's a survival-based thing. And, and I have that too. I'm, I don't, I don't particularly like people. Like I don't like group crowds and stuff where I have to talk to people a whole lot. I'm an 
as far as entertaining, I can act, I can entertain people, I can hold a crowd. But I prefer not to have conversations about personal lives, and uh, I, ju- I just prefer not to. Yeah, you don't, you don't so particularly I, like yeah, me. No, I, I, try to don't, I don't have that need or, or want. But what I do is I have, you know, it's almost like I've created these little tricks like, oh, yes, yeah, smile and nod. Oh, tell me more about your baby. Oh, yeah. how was your weekend? Like, you know, like these are things that should be said on a socially normal level to yes. get people engaged in a conversation and make you think you care. I don't care, but I pretend to care, and I think that's what a robot would do. They would pretend, like, to do these things. I don't think they would actually get malicious. I think they would just take things at face value. Yeah, 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 but, God, I I think there's kind of, like, a romantic, uh, attractive idea to the fact that, like, um, humans could... I I don't know. I I just get back to the... um, If we can... Because I think psychology has kind of leaned this way that you can program people through marketing, yeah, through true, education, true, and like true. you know, if we're able to do that to humans, why could why couldn't we do it to machines? But let me ask you a question, John. Direct, yep. just direct question. I need you, your immediate response. Do you want robots to take over and kill everybody? Because you kind of have this emotional. I, it does kind of sound like I'm, it's romanticized. I know. I know. Yeah. You're just um, like. No, no, it's gonna happen. No, I, I, I don't. I, well, no, it has to. I, <laughs> no, I, this is what I've been investing all my time in for years. No, I, um, it's why I have my underground bunker. It's you know, pop culture problems brought to you by, by Ac- Acme Survival Bunkers. Is Acme a Acme Acme Acme? Okay, yeah. But I mean, can we register that? Isn't that kind of like a Warner Brothers or something? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we yeah. can have that name. No, but but I, I don't know. I, I I guess I've been such a sci-fi fan for so long that I almost just kind of feel like it's where we're eventually going to get. But but I, but I think I, I think our artificial intelligence will be more like uh, yeah, data yeah, from yeah. Star Trek. I, I think they'll be probably more benevolent than malevolent. I, I think that they'll end up being like the good kind of robot. They'll they'll be the kind of robot that we want to. Hang out with and be friends with. I, I guess so. Uh, I struggle with the whole robot thing, especially because of technological advancements. I, I realize that we're steadily and exponentially increasing our technological abilities as a society. I should add that we are advancing. But we are advancing so slowly compared to their, our ideas that we have. Compared to our um, extraterrestrial yeah, brethren, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. But like, uh, there's a Eddie Izzard bit where he's talking about Star Wars, and he's like, you know, oh, they have all this technology and laser beams and the doors that go, and he's like, well, we've got those now, and that's about it. Yeah. Like that's all. We yeah. have doors that open. Yeah. Well, like we, we don't. We didn't. Where are the rest. flying cars we were promised? Oh, exactly. We we kind of don't have that stuff. And you and I talked on a previous episode, uh, the conspiracy theories. Where we said you're, where you just like you want robots to take over the world, you're convinced that we didn't land on the moon. And I did. That. No. Come on. No, but you said one of the reasons it's plausible is because why haven't we gone back, back since? Yeah, like yeah. why? Why haven't if we yeah. have such technology? Why haven't we used it again? So if that's the case, if we have we if our technology is not advancing since the fifties and sixties. Are we really going to get to these robots anytime soon? 
Is that really going to happen? I just don't see it. I, I well, I, I think you've you've seen a lot of uh, kind of um, like Elon Musk. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of talk about this in Silicon Valley the last year year and a half about how this is this is going to happen and and we need to be, be prepared for it and and we need to kind of be a little um, on edge about what what it might mean for us. And, but is that the I mean, guy that, in the well, soapbox holding the sign Doomsday well, and it, Times Square because? I think how many times have people said that it's the end of the world coming? How many times have people said aliens, we're going to see him tomorrow? And it just hasn't happened. Yeah. I think it kind of is that, again, it's a guy in Times Square saying it's the end. The end is near. And I don't think it's going to get here anytime quick. Well, you, you, I, I, I don't know. You want I mean, it. I, I you want it so No, bad. I don't. But, but I mean, I just, I, I think that we can't live with like our head in the sand. We can't be. We can't be the ostrich with our head in the sand and just expect that it's not so going to happen. I think what we, do we do? I think we have to be prepared. And, and um, How do we prepare? I mean, Sil- Silicon Valley's talking about how, like, the the next god will be the AI god that we yeah. need to worship. And that'll be, how like, the, the religion of do tomorrow. Do we prepare, and, John? John, how do we prepare? Um, Tell me what you're doing today to prepare. Tell I have an Acme survival bunker. <laughs> and I have a... Well, what I have are you a, doing not to be a, an ostrich with its head in the yeah. sand? What are you doing today? I think you, you got to get ready. How? What are you I, doing? Uh, sur- survival food, survival uh, sh- bunkers. Survival, you have yeah. a bunker? Sure. Really? Uh, yeah, and I and I and I'm willing to talk about my experiences in the bunker for uh, a generous sponsorship of the uh, show. Does your wife know that you bought that bunker? <laughs> no, she does not. <laughs> okay, well, it's but she'll out. be happy it's there. Oh, shit. Yeah, she will be. I, I don't. I, I don't know, uh, John. I, well, I just. Why are you? Why are you sitting here with your head in the sand? Why are you so scared of the robots? I'm not scared of the robots because I am one. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to Pop Culture Problems. Uh, I'm Robot Josh. This is Robot John. We'll see you next time. Owner, my, 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 my.